KJM's 105.3, you're sitting there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy in the morning. Now, if this is your first time, allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me easy, not because I'm just easy on the eyes, but because I believe the uh, gospel should be easy like a Sunday morning. Now, that's not saying we don't have those tough conversations. Who you are, who you meant to be, what life even is about. All I'm saying is the answer to those questions, well, they start right here in your heart. So that's why I believe it's easy. You just need a little bit of help. And that's what I'm here for. Your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy. Today, we are diving into sin. See, sin, a lot of people may throw that around at you. Me may hear it around talking about whenever you go to church and such and the likes. Now, we have talked about sin. We're diving into a sin series. It's actually our second episode. If you want the whole lowdown breakdown of sin, go ahead and check out our Sin Explained starting off with Sloth. But today, we are talking about wrath. Now, wrath is defined as vengeful, angry, even destructive about a situation. Now, let me recap you. Just in case, maybe it's your first time, you didn't pause the video and go ahead and check out the sin explained with Sloth, so I gotta catch you up. Let's talk about sin to begin with. See, sin, the original word, they toss it around saying like, you a sinner, you doing this, you doing that. But in reality, the original Hebrew for the word sin just means to miss the mark. As in, if you were tossing something, you were shooting a bow and arrow, you was out at the gun range aiming at a target and you just miss. To miss the mark. It's not saying that your gun is defective. It's not saying that you're defective. There's anything wrong with you. It's just saying that there's a standard and we missed it. But that's okay. Because that means that we have the potential to hit it. We just need to know what the heck our target is. So when we talk about sin, I'm not here to throw fire and brimstone at you. I'm not trying to damn you all the way to hell. What I'm trying to do is make sure that you understand what the target is and what people are actually applying to it. So today we're talking about wrath. So check it. Wrath is the understanding of vengeful, angry, a uh, um, misunderstood anger spirit. Now, a lot of times, most people wouldn't understand wrath to be, you know, you get angry, you get frustrated. So my question for you is just right now, go ahead, even when we live, we're not live. Go ahead, tell me, what gets you angry? No, 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 seriously, what gets you heated? What gets you seething with anger? What gets you so pressed that everybody in front of you better move out the way because now you on the war path? What gets you angry? See, for me, I'm not going to lie. This is my third time recording this. Repeating myself is one of the things that gets me pressed, gets me angry, gets me frustrated. Now, most of the time people will say, you got to throw away that anger. You can't do anything productive with that anger. But I can't do anything with that. See, I fully believe that if you have an emotion, you have a right to feel that emotion. For whatever reason, if it's anger, it's hatred, if it's a sadness, it's happiness, something sparked or got that going. So we need to unpack it. Something made you anger, angry, and you have the right to feel that anger. You have a right to feel angry, to feel frustrated, to feel like how you feel. So, my third time recording this, I'm a little frustrated, not gonna lie. But the idea is that whatever you're angry about, whatever is frustrating you, there is a core symptom. And that's what I wanna talk about. If you didn't pause and go back to the soft, sloth sin explained video, then it's okay, let me catch you up. Because sin, remember, means to miss the mark. But the seven deadly sins, like a lot of us are familiar with, is actually not found in the Bible. You can look Old Testament, you can look New Testament. It's not in there. See, the seven deadly sins were put together by church fathers after the fact. After the Bible was put together, after Jesus done died and raised back up, all of that done and passed. These church fathers look in between the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and they figure out what are common symptoms that we can raise and be like, that's the name for sin. Now see, there's nowhere in the Bible you're not going to find in a red text, you're not going to find it in the Ten Commandments where it's going back saying, these are the seven deadly sins. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. 
What I'm talking about today, however, I still want to break those down. Because even if they're not in the Bible, people still apply them to your life. And we need to break them down and recognize how to use them. Because a sin isn't the cause. The sin is the symptom. Same way how COVID-19 is the actual virus that causes you to lose your taste buds or to have lung issues or to force us all to wear masks. That's the same way sin is. Sin is the symptom. It's the coughing. It's the lung issue. It's the not taste. It's not the cause. So by aiming all of our focuses on the symptom, we're never even dealing with the actual cause. So today we're dealing with the cause of wrath. Now, in the seven deadly sins, they also have seven holy virtues. Now, each seven virtues is opposite to the seven deadly sins. So for wrath, they have meekness. Meekness just means to be relaxed, to be small, to not push yourself forward. And in some situations, that's okay. It's understandable to be meek, to have a situation where you feel vulnerable, you feel attacked, and you just kind of retreat back to yourself. But at the same time, that allows you to be put in some really tough situations that allows other people to walk all over you, especially in situations where you deserve to be heard, where you deserve to be seen. Same way how I said that you have a right to feel angry, the same way how I said that your emotions have a right to feel. Just because you have a right to feel them don't mean you have a right to express them on others. And that's where we miss the mark. That's where we miss the target. Because remember, sin, chata, C-H-A-T-A, just means to miss the mark. As if you were shooting or aiming with the bow and arrow. You just miss the mark just a little bit. So let me help you readjust. Let me bring you back on the mark and what that looks like. See, the mark is vulnerability. Now, you may be asking yourself easy. I, I, I'm not seeing where you got that mark. How, how is vulnerability the middle point between meekness and wrath? Let me explain it for you. See, the best way to pop it up and explain it for you is to bring you to John chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. If you listen to me after the live, then go ahead. I'll let you do the pause. All right, we're back. Cool. John chapter 2 verses 13 through 17 and it starts this is one of my favorite verses but to understand it you have to get a context this is the verse where Jesus goes in and starts flipping tables starts making a whip out of some twine and starts cracking at folk this is the part where you see Jesus not as the nice old saint that everybody likes to paint him as this is where you see the real Jesus the Jesus that came out of Nazareth because if you don't know Nazareth is the tough place it's the place where they didn't expect a Messiah to come out of but Jesus came out of it and it's where he showed a little bit of his Nazareth side in this. So in John chapter 2 verses 13 through 17, Jesus comes in and starts flipping tables, starts throwing a fit. Now, let me explain. Because we were talking and discussing like, whoa, 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 this seems like it's, it's a sin, ain't it easy? You saying that, that wrath was a sin, that that was the issue, but here come Jesus going in and flipping tables and getting angry. Ain't Jesus supposed to be the dude we supposed to be like? Did, 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 did I miss that, that sermon? No, you didn't. You right here with me. See, Jesus actually is angry. Like I told you, you have a right to feel your anger. You have a right to feel how you feel. And Jesus in this moment is feeling some anger. But to understand it, you got to understand what's going on in the context. See, back in the day, they didn't have fabulous radio reverence like you got right now. Who's going to give it two, three, four, five times to make sure that you get it on live. See, back in the day, if you wanted a little bit of spirituality, you wanted some scripture, you wanted to talk to God, you wanted a spiritual blessing, you had to go to the temple. And these people, they lived hundreds of miles across and the closest temple that they had to get to is what they had to get to. However, 
whenever it came down, when Jesus was coming in for the holiday of Passover, we talked about Passover. You can go ahead and check it out in another one. It'd be Passover Explained. It's another one of our easy sermons. But Jesus comes in during Passover and sees, here's this temple that's supposed to be helping people. That's supposed to be protecting the vulnerable. And here they are not doing it. You got folk out here selling their ugly t-shirts. You got folk out here selling their bad mixtapes. Now, if you got a mixtape and it's fire, I'm going to shut up. But these mixtapes weren't good. They got uh, selling the mixtapes, the bad t-shirts. They got the off-brand everything that you need. And Jesus is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. These are all great things, but not in my house. See, because in my house, people are coming in vulnerable. Because see, in my house, people are coming in and they need something. Because see, in my house, I'm taking care of those who can't be taken care of out there. So y'all got to move that. So when Jesus comes in on the week of Passover, on the week where all of the Hebrew people are coming into the temple, and he sees that they over here selling their mixtapes, making the ugly shirts and the knockoff brands, he flips it. He loses it. He lets that little bit of Nazareth comes out. He starts flipping everything. And now here's the point where you're like, whoa, 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 easy. I thought we were talking about wrath. I thought we were saying that's a bad thing. And that's not what I said. See, wrath is missing the mark. And I'm going to argue with you. I don't agree with the seven deadly sins because they aim and focus on the sins as the cause. I don't get with that. I can't understand that wrath starts on itself. When you start acting angry and start destroying everything in front of you, that started with something originally. Something pushed you to that point. And I argue it's vulnerability. When you're vulnerable, when somebody sees you, when somebody makes you feel like you don't have control of a situation, you either have two responses. Either you get meek, you get quiet, you get small, you allow things to go on, or you get big. You get loud, you get audacious, just so that you can burn everything away because they made you feel vulnerable. Now see, like I told you before, you have a right to feel how you feel. If in those vulnerable states you feel angry, you have a right to feel that. But what you do not have a right to do is take it out on everybody else. See, you have a right to feel meek in certain situations, but you do not have a right to be meek in situations where people need you. See, you can feel how you feel, but you don't have a right to go ahead and make everybody else feel that way too. So the issue, the sin with wrath, where you miss the mark, people are vulnerable. You may be vulnerable. The mark is being vulnerable. The mark is being like a wooden sculpture, like being like clay and being able to be molded and formed and shaped. That's the mark. That's what Jesus wants us to aim and be. Be vulnerable, but it's tough. It's scary, especially when you lose control, especially when you do everything that you can to try and have just a little bit. And at the end, it's like, I can't. And a lot of our responses are either we completely shut down or we completely get big, we get angry, we get wrathful. And that's why I believe that the seven deadly sins and the seven holy virtues are actually one and the same. If you do too much of that virtue, you are doing the same, committing the same sin, missing the same mark as if you were to be completely wrathful. Here's how I get it to you. In John chapter 2, Jesus could have easily walked into, into the temple, saw that people were making their money and been meek about it. Could have been silent about it and said, well, I'll just let them make their money. It's okay. I don't want to make too big of a problem. But instead, Jesus said, no, this is a place where the vulnerable are supposed to come and I got to protect the vulnerable. See, the true sin is when you take wrath, when you're in a vulnerable place and you can't accept it, so you attack. That's the sin. But the other sin is that when you see somebody else who's in a vulnerable place and you don't do anything about it. See, your anger is supposed to be an energy that pushes you to do something. It's letting you recognize that something here, it ain't right. 
but I can do something about it. And so see, whenever we get that anger, that's why I'm saying your anger is right. Your frustration, you can have it. Your, your, your disappointment is allowable, but what it is not okay with is when you push it on everybody else. See what Jesus shows in John chapter two, verses 13 and 17, is that there is a point where people are vulnerable. The people that want to go into the church, they want to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to be worked on, but yet it's being taken by somebody else. And so Jesus, what he's doing is he's protecting the vulnerable. A lot of times we may even get angry when it's not even about us, but somebody else been taken advantage of, somebody else been pressed, somebody been this, somebody been that, and we get frustrated, we get angry. But so often as Christians, as people who want to develop ourselves, especially as Christians, though, we think that being a Christian, we got to be meek. We got to be silent. We got to be in this box. We can't get loud. We can't get frustrated. But let me remind you who your Jesus is. Your Jesus is the one that came in and flipped in over tables whenever folk was taking advantage of the vulnerable. Your Jesus is the one who said, nah, I'm going to still work on my off day because people need me to help. Your Jesus is the one who said, nah, 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 I don't care. Kill me because I want to save them. How are you going to have that same Jesus and say, ah, I see all these black kids getting killed, but I'm going to let that slide. Ah, I see all these LGBT kids killing themselves, but I'm going to let that slide. Ah, I'm going to let all of these mass murderers go on because, well, I'm too meek. See, how are you going to have a Jesus who flips over tables to protect the righteous, the vulnerable, those who can't protect themselves? And you over here saying, well, you know, wrath is a sin. How is wrath a sin but meekness isn't? You got a God that acts, that is active. We scream and we sing, my God's not dead. He's truly alive. We'll start acting like it. A living God, or at least a God that lives in you, will have you moving, have you responding, have you out here doing something. So, unless, and maybe it's the fact you ain't got a living God, but in me and mine, we be moving. If you consider yourself an easy listener, you be here every other kind of day, that's fine. But you can't be listening to my voice and seeing somebody get hurt and being like, oh, I'm going to let that slide. What I'm going to tell you right now, as I'm going to tell you before, your emotions are yours. In those vulnerable states, you have a right to feel angry, you have a right to feel frustrated. You even have a right to feel hurt. What you don't have a right to do is force those emotions on everybody else. Sorry, not sorry. They hurt your feelings. Cool. Sorry that they hurt your feelings. Explain those feelings to me. You don't get to go take that on on nobody else. I'm sorry. They, were, they took advantage of somebody else who was vulnerable. I get that. But you don't get to place your anger on them. You can correct the situation. You can use that angry energy and use it to start creating solutions. But you don't get to go out and hate on the people who've been hurting folk. Trust me, it is easy to beat up on the bully. But then the bully becomes the bullied and you start the cycle. And now you're the same enemy you wanted to defeat. So we got to do better. See, it's all about hitting the mark. So many times we try to make it seem like sin. Once you do it one time, you're broken. Your instrument don't work. That arrow that you're shooting with is crooked. But let me let you know. The idea is you are first worth saving. I ain't told you that today. You're worth saving. Jesus came down, lived a perfect life, no sin, hit the mark every time and said, hey, I know that you that's living right now, you that's listening right now, you can still hit the mark. Yeah, no, I know you missed it a few times, but you can still hit the mark. 
Yeah, no, 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 the person that was vulnerable, the people that I was flipping tables for so I could protect, they may have missed the mark a few times. Even the people I was lashing and cracking my whip at, I still died for them because they're still worth saving. But at this point, they were taking advantage of the vulnerable. And at those points, you got to correct, you got to reassert. You deserve to have the boundaries that you have. You deserve to have the feelings that you have. What you don't deserve is to force those things on other people. That's the point where it becomes wrath because you were vulnerable and you wanted to protect that. But instead of protecting that, you only burned down everything that could have helped you. You may be sitting there thinking, it's not that easy, easy, but I promise you it was never meant to be. The answer is easy. The journey is tough. That's all I ever promised you was the answer is there. The answer is being in those vulnerable mark or being, being in those vulnerable points, the mark, how to hit it, to get it correctly, to follow how Jesus did, being vulnerable and understanding how you can break that down. Every vulnerable moment doesn't have to be an explosion. Every vulnerable moment doesn't have to end with you backing down. Vulnerable moments are moments for you to be molded, shaped, or reaffirmed and doubled down. It doesn't always have to be a destructive moment. It doesn't always have to be a meek moment, but it does have to be a moment where you make the mark. Because every time you miss the mark in those vulnerable moments, you are missing the mark to grow. So I know it don't sound easy, but the journey was never meant to be. It's just the answers that are. And I promise you, see, the, the thing, the sin, the chata means that you missed the mark, but that means that you got all the capabilities. You got the arrow, you got the bow, you got the gun, and you're gonna be able to get that shot and hit the target, I promise you. You just needed to know where to aim. So that's what we're doing here. As your favorite radio reverend, preach easy. I just want you to make sure that you hit the mark. In those vulnerable moments, it's okay. And if you need any help, some support, reach out. First, reach out to God, because I mean, you know, it's better than me at this stuff. But afterwards, after you have that conversation, come and say something. Easy, I've been having some tough times. It ain't that easy, easy. It's all right. We'll reaffirm the mark. We'll re-get back into it. I'll let you and affirm you and let you know that your feelings is how you feel, and that's okay. But we need to work on how we address it, how we move forward. Are we protecting or are we hurting? So go ahead, reassert yourself, get your aim back, put another bullet in the gun and cock it back and be prepared to aim. Because this time, you're going to make your mark. That's your favorite radio forever, Preach Easy, signing off.